0: Hey everybody, it's Big Daddy and we got another uh, Big Daddy and Friends uh, session here. And as always, I always try to bring my dear friends, the biggest names in sports and media and from anywhere on this planet. So this next guest I've known for quite a while and uh, I have a lot of admiration for for several reasons, fellow Long Islander. And uh, he's the man on ESPN, and he's also the man on Monday Night Football. And I'm missing also NHL. Now you're back in the in the uh, hockey world. So uh, let's everybody welcome Steve Levy. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Big
1: Daddy. It is uh, it is it is great to be with you. And if you just want to tell a person's success, you can look at their backdrop. I mean, look what's behind you. And look what's behind me. I feel like I'm going to witness protection. You know, I'm starting to sweat. I got the, the light bulb coming down. People are asking me questions and stuff. You know, like, I got, I got to get a better home studio, man. This is
0: awful. Well, my proudest moment back there is the Arizona iced tea refrigerator because, you know, I got water and iced tea in there. So Yeah. You know, I love always showing that off because everybody's like, man, look at that fridge. It's cool, Daddy. I'm like, yeah. It's cool. And it's full. It's always full. So anyway, um, so you know what? I'm very, I'm humbled and I'm also honored that to have you on because obviously um, I know the whole story, but the listeners and viewers want to know, you know, you grew up in Long Island. What got you uh, interested in sports and TV and everything and so on?
1: It's a, it's a really simple, uh, it's a simple answer. I I was a terrible athlete, you know, like, I mean, that's, that's what it was, man. I loved sports. I loved going to practice. I love being in the games. I love getting dressed in the uniform. I love the whole thing. And I just was, you know, extremely mediocre on my best days, you know? So, so that's kind of the short answer. Hey, how can I do this? How can I stay around these games and sports that I love, uh, not get the crap kicked out of me on a regular basis? and have some longevity, you know, and so uh, and so, sports, sportscasting um, was for me, I fell into it, man, I got lucky going to a place like Oswego State, uh, you know, a small state school, uh, it's funny, I used to have to say, you know, hey, just outside of Syracuse, but a lot of people know where Oswego is now, we're kind of on the map, and um, that place was great for me from day one, and, and I maintain, you know, I'm the luckiest guy in the industry, man, I've been doing this a long time, I've been been so lucky to get the opportunities I've had at ESPN, and uh, I'm really still enjoying the ride every day.
0: So, you know, it, it's funny. I learned something that uh, about you that I didn't know. You also have a nickname. You know, everybody calls me Big Daddy, but yeah. I think mine's, uh, you know, I don't even think half the world knows my real name, so everybody knows you're Steve Levy. But uh, <laughs> you want to talk about witness protection. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'll – Mr. Extra, period. I did not know that. I was like, wow. Yeah, so,
1: and, um, yeah, so it just prior to last season, I had done the three longest televised hockey games in history. In history. Yeah, I see. Um, Now, obviously, that, you know, that's not really a skill. That's kind of a fluke luck thing, right? <laughs> I just happened to be in the building on those nights uh, last year, and this was really a weird experience for me, you know, like, you want to be known for something and you hear all these athletes say hey, records are meant to be broken and you know do they really mean that do they really want to see their own records bro- you only have one record do you really want to see that broken and be forgotten you know probably not that's human nature and yeah. so last year uh there was a playoff game in the stanley cup playoffs there it was going really long into the fifth overtime and <laughs> i'm watching this and i'm like hey Please end, I want to still be number one, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was saved by like two minutes. This game came in shorter than my game by like two minutes. So I think I have two of the three longest now, three of the last longest four, uh, but it's really cool. And like I said, it's a total fluke. I did nothing except be in the building on that particular night. But um, I look forward to more multi-overtime games for sure. We're so excited at ESPN getting hockey back. Uh, starting in the
0: fall. Yeah, no, I know. And it's, uh, you know, I was able to have the great fortune of, uh, because of you, to meet uh, Barry Melrose and the late, great John Saunders. I mean, i never forget that moment. I was like, a, you know, I don't fan out or, like, get giddy or whatever, but meeting those two was, like, kind of like, wow. You know, yeah. like, uh that was really a special time and I, again i'll say thank you for that because yeah, uh, no, uh you, know, you bring up
1: john saunders like you know i, I thought about when we the announcement came down last week you know we were getting hockey back i mean i instantly thought of john saunders and tom mees like two of our original yeah. hockey guys you know and they would have been so happy and uh you know saunders was one of my favorite people on the planet and you know we don't have to get too deep here anything but I think in this current climate with everything going on in the world and especially in our country, like John Saunders would have been a voice of reason. He would have been a guy I would have gone to and listened to and uh, the country would be a better place if, you know, John Saunders was still with us. I, I miss him dearly every day.
0: Yeah, I would, I would agree with you 100%. And I don't know him as well as you do, but you could just tell by listening to him. And he's a guy that commanded respect in a room and you wanted to listen to him. Absolutely. Yeah, One yeah, of the, that,
1: great, the great dudes, yep.
0: So now, uh, it's funny, now here you are in front of the whole world now every Monday night, and I'm like, hey, I knew him when. <laughs> you know, that, that has to be great. I mean, it's just, you know, like uh, you have your trios, and now here you are, and you're with my boy Greece. Yeah, and Lewis Riddick, and I don't know if my name's ever come up.
1: Yeah, it has, it has. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, and uh, and Brian and I have a great history too. Yep. So it's funny. Uh, I got to get him on here as well. And yep. uh, but watching, you know, it, it, you guys do such a great job, and you inform everybody, and it, it, you know, Lewis Riddick, I, I met once years ago, but I mean that guy should be a GM, and I'm not here to solicit him for any job. But if I had the opportunity, that's the guy who needs to get a crack. I mean, it's not fair. I'm, uh, I'm really I'm blessed to work with two guys who,
1: look, they're obviously bright guys in general, uh, but their football IQs, both of them are off the charts. And yeah. honestly, I never expected Lewis to be back with us next season. Never, ever. I, I think there were seven general manager openings, and – You know, we were still in the regular season thinking we're going to lose. And I I actually, I I started thinking about, all right, how am I going to say good luck and wish Lewis the best on the air at the end of our last broadcast? And no chance that I think we were all going to be back together uh, next season, strictly because I figured Lewis is getting one of those seven gigs, you know. Uh, He's so popular everywhere, certainly on social media. He's kind of the people's choice. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised, and I I think some uh, presidents and owners are making making big mistakes, and that's going to come back and bite them. Somebody's going to give him one of these gigs one of these days, and he's going to do great things. But uh, you know, I always try to be the fan, right? I want to be I want to be the regular guy at home uh, because the NFL football in general, but the NFL is so complex, so complicated, each and every play. Uh, that I want to be the guy at home, and I want to ask the right questions to two of the smartest football people around, and I think that's a that's a piece of why we work well together.
0: You know, you took the words out of my mouth. I I, I uh, had a conversation. Uh, I had Steve Weish and I had Jim Trotter, and we were all talking. and And I wonder, you know, when you own something, you 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 don't want to bring in f- like uh, a team or a business. You know, I my brother Jimmy is an assistant coach with the Buffalo Bills, and uh, we had this chat as well. When you get given, when you're given the opportunity to be the boss, do you want to bring in people that are going to keep you to be the boss, or do you want to bring in your friends? And that's always, I think, the tough uh, line that uh, these owners get put in. Or, you know, they, they rely on the head coach and they want to bring in who they, you know, their buddies and whatnot. Yeah. They're not always the right person. That's why when you say there's seven jobs, and again, I'm not here to uh, push Lewis Riddick on any owner, but you would have to think, how who's more qualified than him? And if you're a longtime owner or a longtime
1: president uh, and have had, you know, Virtually zero success in recent memory. You know, like if you want to hire your buddy the first time, okay. The second time that and it's still not working, then the third time, you know, you, you got to go out and 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 try to f- try something different, right? And maybe it's not someone in your immediate circle. Um, and that's and that's people. Hey, people just missing the boat. You know, I'm lucky I get to sit around and hang out with Lewis a little virtually. Uh, I see him in the meetings, the questions he asks. Uh, the way he watches games is really interesting, um, but we honestly we didn't get to hang out much this year, man, because of the the protocol. Yeah, um, Big Daddy, this always blows people away. Like we were not allowed to go to the stadium together. I mean, not even from the hotel to the stadium. A lot of times we had three separate cars for me, Greasy, and Riddick. You know, for a, a, a two minute drive. But that's you know that's kind of what we were up against. Never shared a meal together. Never had a drink after the game together. I mean, so you know that that part of it was tough. Um, I'm real familiar with the uh, Greasy and Riddick's backdrop, like they are mine behind me, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. which which isn't much as you can see. And uh, but yeah, that 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 made it difficult. I would like to have had a full crack. We all want full stadiums, uh, but you know the camaraderie uh, that you get in the booth and all that. You can't you can't fake that, you know. And so. So Greasy and I had the advantage of doing four years of college football together. And uh, and Lewis and I, you know, we've done some studio stuff in the past Super Bowl weeks like that. But I really look forward to sort of, you know, hunkering down and really being with these guys full time in a full season.
0: Well, I think things are going to open back up. And, and you know what? Um, I, I'm so confident that they are because um, mark your calendar. Monday, June 28th. yeah. The Big Daddy Celebrity Golf Classic at yeah. Oheka Castle, and uh, if you're in town, you are always welcome. I appreciate yeah. that. I
1: look forward to seeing you. That'd be a blast.
0: Yeah. it'll be fun, and uh, we got a lineup that's insane uh, guests, and we're ra- you know we're raising money for two charities and all that. So, and you know, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Oheka Castle because you know being on Long Island. Yeah, that place. Uh, the years that I didn't have it, when I would go to, like, the Combine or Super Bowl, Pro, whatever, guys would be like, man, Daddy, how come you're not having your golf outing? You know, <laughs> come on, man, you got to bring that thing back. And then I have, And then I have two head coaches say to me, oh, am I not good enough to be invited? I'm like, <laughs> you know, uh, well, the place is being re-renovated and whatnot, so... Hey, you, gotta, you gotta
1: throw the line someplace, right? And if these coaches, they're winning, they're, they're not winning enough games, you gotta cut them off a little bit, right? They they'll <laughs> win some games.
0: Yeah, I always get the old, oh, so-and-so so wanted to come, you know, you'd have them there. Uh, I'm like, oh, boy, sound like an old uh, old, uh, old grandmother complaining yeah. to me. But, no way, uh, hey,
1: you, you do, man, you're... Your network of people is maybe unmatched. I've really never seen a person who can uh, collect so many different personalities from uh, across the country and across all kinds the way you have. You seem to have uh, you're a people person man. you've got you've got a great network of people supporting you and, and you're able to rally your troops. It's really it's quite a machine.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, it's friends like you. I mean, listen. Uh, you know, here I am standing in Dolphin Stadium, and I'm hearing somebody yell out, "Big Daddy!" Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Turn around. Hey, there's yeah. Steve Levy.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah like... You're on the
1: field, and I'm not. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm fortunate, but you know, I, I, I use a little weight behind it to uh, get uh, get where I need to get to. But uh... not, as bu- not as much anymore. You look great, pal. Thank you. Yeah, I've uh, dropped about 60-something, 60-70 pounds and, uh, you know, I had to uh, change a few things and, you know, change the diet around. And, you know, being on Long Island, as we all know, the two best things to get on Long Island, pizza, bagels. You can't get them any better anywhere else. You're right. You know, anyone wants to put up a fight, bring it on because that, you're going to lose that and you can vouch and validate for that. But, uh, so, as you know, obviously I know the history, uh, but the uh, viewers and listeners, I'm going to share something as well. Obviously, I gave out the nickname that I knew about you, and then also, you've also been in movies. Talk about that experience, you know? Yeah. So um,
1: it's clearly not because I have any acting ability. Uh, <laughs> it's only because I, you know, I play myself in these movies. So, uh, so I had two buddies who made movies. or two. I guess, two groups of people who made movies. Uh, the Farrelly Brothers, obviously, made all those great uh, comedies. Uh, and they put me in Fever Pitch, which was, you know, a really great movie to be in. Um, uh, obviously, about the Red Sox. The Farrelly Brothers have so many great ties to New England. And uh, and then uh, Mark Giardi and Gordon Gray uh, put me in all the movies with The Rock. Uh, but again, I, I always have to play me. And I've said to these guys, hey, can I, you know... Can I have a sex scene or something? Like, no, I'm to do I'm going to keep my clothes on, but I'd like to. Can I be a cop? How about a cop buddy movie? Like, I don't want to be typecast all the time, you know? Uh, but it's been great fun. I think I've been in six or seven. I get some really random checks, you know, like for 67 cents.
0: Yeah, yeah. What
1: do I do? Do I even deposit that? Is that even worth that? You know, so. Um, but it's fun. The residuals it does make me think. Like, what are the big stars getting? If I'm, uh, you know, if I'm getting sixty-seven cents for my five seconds in the movie. But it's been <laughs> fun. It's been a cool experience. You know, I've got to meet some people. And uh, Jimmy Fallon from Fever Pitch was really cool. Drew Barrymore, and uh, of course Dwayne Johnson, who's gone on to be, you know, the number one uh, personality in the world, probably. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. been fun. But again, it has nothing to do with my acting ability. It is strictly based on friendships, and and you know how that goes.
0: That's like me, too. It's uh, you know I'm over at Giants practice, and I'm, Christian Peter, who was playing at the Giants at the time, says, Come on, Big Daddy. We're going to have lunch. I'm like, all right, let's go. All of a sudden, we're driving down Route 4, and we pull up the Bada Bing. And I'm like, wait a minute. What? I go, we're going. to, No, come, <laughs> on. come on. All right. All right. So Gallif- James Gallofini at the time was there. And he invites yeah. us to his uh, trailer, and we're sitting there, you know, shooting the shit, talking football, and he's a big Jet fan. So him and Christian are going at it, obviously, Christian being the giant. Well, out of nowhere, he goes, all right, Mr. Big Mouth the Christian. He goes, this is what we're going to do. We're going to see how talented you are. Boom, we're on the set of inside Bada Bing, pretending to be <laughs> – Patrons, while all all the strippers were dancing, and you know, in there, we're like, "Oh my god, this is too good to be true!" But we're (laughs) so we got our uh, thirty seconds of fame. Hang uh, on, so you made it? You
1: were actually on the show? You didn't hit the cutting
0: floor? Yeah, I was on the show. It was me, Christian, and Mother Dunn, who used who used to be the strength coach for the Giants. So they made us take off our shirts and put on uh, t shirts. That had no logos or whatnot yeah, on it. Yeah. And uh and we're sitting there and there there are there the three of us are sitting there like this, you know, right, money, right. money and alcohol in front of us. And it was like, uh, now I've seen it all, I've done it all. And that's uh, really that's really cool, man. So you, you couldn't sneak a big
1: daddy logo into your t-shirt
0: on the Yeah, nothing. They made us Christian had a giants thing on, boom, take it off. Yeah. And, and he's like, "Who are you, just making me take it off because it's not a judge shirt?" And, <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there, like, "Are you going to have anything here in, in in wardrobe that even fits?" Right. Especially these two because they're bigger yeah. than me. And yep. uh, I'm like, "Don't worry, we got everything." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure." sure you should. So That's cool, yeah, man,
1: good for you guys. I thought I watched the series trying to find you guys.
0: That was uh, I. I don't know what episode number it was, but I know it was like year three. And um, it's when um, the famous—I can't think of the actor—kills his girlfriend behind Bada Bing. Where in that? Uh, one. That sounds like every
1: episode, though. By I right. know, yeah.
0: So i have to, if you have time to kill, then you can uh, look, yeah. look year three. That's where you'll find us. But uh, great. Series. All right. so here's a fun question because we're going to wrap this up. Um, your favorite. Place to eat on Long Island from your youth to now, if you could think of, if you could think of one.
1: Yeah. So um, we had an Italian restaurant near where I worked in Merrick. It was the corner of a strip mall, and uh, I don't want to date myself, but going back, I remember you know seventy-five cents for a slice. You know, as a kid. Yeah. It was the place I first got a job. I was <laughs> a bus. I was a bus boy there. I don't. Know, I was sixteen or something. And uh, yeah, I think, and I love going in there with my parents to eat when I wasn't working there. So it's a place called Violetta's uh, in Merrick. I think it's long gone, unfortunately. Um, so I don't have, I don't have like a restaurant re- uh, recommendation, like a current one. Yeah. Uh, my folks are in manhasset now, but when I go out there to visit, I got my kids with me. We usually stay at home or ordering in or something. So I'm much more, it's weird about me, Big Daddy, right? I'm definitely on New York through and through, right? Born and raised, school, the whole thing. But after I went to ESPN, I went I went to the other side. Someone said the dark side, I moved to Boston.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And
1: I lived there for like 13 years, even commuting to Bristol from time to time. And so I became much more of a Boston person. All my best buddies now are in Boston. All my favorite restaurants are in Boston. Uh, and so I've sort of lost touch with the manhattan thing and long island you know except for my folks and going to see my sister but uh where i live in central connecticut it's actually like a half hour closer to boston than manhattan so i sort of lean that way now so i don't have yeah. any current rec- uh recommendations but violetta's back in the day was my place
0: so what's that one place that we met at in uh with scott zolak uh, uh, in boston uh was that Striga? no we met uh we met uh when was it uh i remember it was a a bar that Zolak used to love and uh and we used we met there one time because i told
1: my bar the the place i got a piece of
0: no the greatest bar mm, not who's on first right
1: no that's outside of fenway right
0: yeah that's outside of fenway um Daisy Buchanan's.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so that is, that's is—that's no longer there either, unfortunately.
0: Oh, Day really? Daisy Buchanan's
1: okay. was the the late-night spot. You almost never went there before 11 o'clock, one of those places. All the athletes, home and away, would come in yeah. there after the games were over. Yeah, on uh, Newberry Street, Daisy Buchanan's. Legendary place. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we lost that spot, too. It's a real shame. Boston got... Got crushed like many other places. Uh, the Fours was the most famous bar across from the Garden, a Boston mm-hmm. Garden, and that's uh, shuttered now. They closed their doors for good. So, you know, a lot of times everybody's trying to pick themselves up.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I remember uh, that place because uh, Scott always wanted to go there, so we would go. And, uh, and my brother Jimmy used to coach at BU when he was in the yeah, college. I was, yeah, I told him uh, my brother would say he'd be laughing because – he said one of the uh, nights said he would never realized how he got home was from there because Scott and I put him in a car <laughs> and had him dropped off at his place because that was just the legendary drink out of the red uh, plastic cups that they used to have yeah. there. But uh, Jack and Coke or no. uh, Jack and, and Cranberry. And they had a
1: big back room with this giant sliding like barn door. And if mm-hmm. you knew the right people, you could stay a little later than closing time.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Legendary. Right,
0: spot. Uh, that, those are, Scott and I uh, talk about it all the time. And yeah. he's actually coming down for the golf outing. So, good. You'll, you'll see a, a, a zillion familiar faces. So, all right. So, listen, this is the part where we're going to wrap up. And I always, uh, I hand the mic over to the guest and I say, ask me something.
1: All right. I got something for you. Good. So Big Daddy, I'm curious. I wanna know the player, the, the football player that you played against at any point in your life that you never thought was all that good, who turned out to be the best player that you played ever against at any level. Ooh. You got wow. a guy in college or is in the NFL who you went up against in a practice, a camp, or anything, and you're like, eh, he's not that good, and he went on to do big things someplace.
0: Wow, that's a tough one, um, man. There's so many guys. I mean, well, that's what I
1: do. I ask the tough questions. I don't know if you know what I do for a living. Is
0: what I do. Yeah, yeah, no, I, you got me. You stumped me. Uh, that's a good one. I uh, well,
1: must have played against a lot of great players.
0: Well, yeah, being listen at Maryland, you know, you're in the ACC, and you see a lot of guys. Uh, yeah. One guy that comes to mind is Roy Barker. You know, he went. He's a Long Island guy, and uh, uh. and then uh, a guy that I that was a teammate of mine was Clarence Jones. He came out of Central Islip, and he went and he played left tackle, I believe, for 10 years with the Card- uh No, Carolina Panthers. Well, He's go- a, you know, and then obviously the guy that uh, I knew would be who he was and did a lot of things was my roommate, Neil O'Donnell, you know. Wow, that's – he had an unbelievable career, Neil O'Donnell did. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then our boy Zolak – you know, yep. he, he did all right for himself, and he's still doing great for himself. So, you know, the list goes on and on. I mean, yep. it's uh, – and, you know, the guy that – I, I was a freshman, but I watched him and watched him as a and, – and I was like, wow, this guy is incredible, and then went on to have a great career in the NFL was Harris Barton. I watched him – I was a freshman, and I watched him play left tackle – and then he moved in and played center. And then he went back to left tackle all in one game. And I always, I kept my eyes on him and I kept saying, wow, look at this guy. This guy is incredible. Right, right. And the rest was like, I'm not surprised or shocked. Right. Because you saw it live. He was laying a beat down on our guys. <laughs> right, right. I'm going, look at this guy. Wow. And and I'm one of the nicest people you ever meet and, and, and such a smart guy and, and a great player all in one. So that's definitely – I would say he's the top of my list as a guy, that, you know, that you would say, wow, here he is here, but now he took his game to greater heights. Greater
1: heights. That's what, that's what we're all trying to do, right? We're all trying to get a little better in, in whatever it is we do. We're trying to get better and improve everything, uh, everybody we come in contact with on a daily basis. So if you can do that, you know – you want, everybody wants their stock to be pointed north, right? Let's, let's try yeah. to
0: improve and move up a little bit. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, look, you know what? Everybody says, hey, you got your hands in a lot of things. Well, look, I have my hands in trying to get us all dressed up. You know, we had our sax thing. nah, yeah, that and- was really nice. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm still wearing that stuff and still getting compliments. Yeah. But you should know whenever I know it's picture day at ESPN, like we got to take photos, I pull out one of your uh, – something from your wardrobe. So that was, that was an unbelievable setup there, yeah.
0: Yeah. We're, uh, we're working on redoing it. So stay tuned. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it, it was such a great thing for them because you're getting national exposure yeah. from you, Adam, Weeksie, uh, yep. Baldinger. I mean, yep. Bob Papa. So, yep. you know, all that, all that, someone always remembers that. So yep. I'm in talks to continue doing something else. And, uh, of course, once we get that done, you know you're in, and uh, hey, you you're all, you're always
1: shaking and moving, bud. I don't know where you get the energy from. From it's so impressive, so keep it, do, well, keep doing you.
0: Well, thank you, man. And listen, I am so honored and humbled that you came on with me, Steve, because it's uh, listen, you're America's guy, man. Believe it or not, you are the guy. So uh, it's hey, great. I,
1: I want to be. I just want to be your guy. Okay,
0: you call me that, <laughs> God. God. Well, well, listen, same here. So. Again, Steve, thank you so much for coming on. Let uh, let the fans, uh, the viewers, and listeners know where they can find you on social media. So uh, I'm pretty active on Twitter. So it's uh,
1: at ESPN Steve Levy. ESPN always comes before Steve Levy. Uh, that's how I roll. I just dabble on IG. I really haven't figured it out yet. So I'm not even sure what my handle or my at thing is. But uh, Twitter, I do I do see the mentions. All the levy sucks and all that stuff. I read everyone and give you a smiley face right back. Thank you for all those nice
0: comments. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We're always gonna have haters, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do? All, do? all part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Listen, I go like this. You know, yeah. don't be jealous. Don't be a hater. I'm like, listen. Be for Feel fortunate that you get out of bed every day, that, and that's how I look
1: at it. Yeah. You know, spread the hate Spread the positivity. Right. Spread yeah. The positive message. So much yeah, so much good. Even in our toughest time like right now and what we've been through and, and we're coming out of it. There's still so much good to, to look forward to, I think, you know, and I, that's what I'm
0: doing. Exactly. Same here. So again, Steve, thanks for coming on Big Daddy and Friends and uh keep doing your thing. And I can't wait the hockey starts with you guys because uh you know, that's exciting. And I you know me, I'm a hockey guy as well. So yeah. Uh, it's great, and uh, I miss going to games and doing all the camaraderie and, you know, being down in the tunnel after and seeing yeah. the and all that. And it's just hopefully soon enough everything will come back to normal and uh, we'll all be uh, laughing it up, shaking hands, and going out for a drink after after. that great, and
1: that, that New Islanders building is going to open soon, you know. that's going to be yeah. popular too, by Belmont, so.
0: Well, I like that much better than going all the way to Brooklyn. So, Absolutely. Honestly, once that opens up, it'll make things easier, especially for all those Long Island people that couldn't go all the way to Brooklyn. So it's exciting. They're the Islanders. You
1: got to be on the island or close to it, without a without a bridge or a tunnel, right?
0: <laughs> or a train. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, everybody. So, Big Daddy and friends. Until next time, uh, I look forward to seeing everyone soon and catching up and having uh, laughs and fun like we just did with my man Steve. And uh, we'll see everybody real soon.